podcast is brought to you by LMU Munich. Well, for this result, we don't care. So long as I can prove that it has this property, I don't really care what the physical intuition behind it is. Uh, but I will argue next time that, in fact, there is a very strong physical intuition which has to do with the distinguishability of states. And in fact, the, the whole point of like, how it resolves the species problem will be that um, when you have access to the whole space-time in the global state, you can in fact distinguish between an arbitrary number of species. But when you have access only to half of the space-time, then there are thermal effects which make it impossible to distinguish between an arbitrarily large number of species. Um, and so, in fact, the, the relative entropy is, a, is, is an excellent measure of that distinguishability, and you can see it directly that, that uh, what, what you find in situations where you crank up the species number very high, the relative entropy actually goes to zero. So it becomes impossible to, to tell that your, your uh, state is even different from the vacuum. <laughs> well, the, the major contribution here, it, there are a number of contributions. I mean, um, it, it is obvious that you don't want to count the vacuum and you do want to count the washing machine. That is obvious. And that's not a great deep insight. You know, that was kind of clear from the start. Uh, the problem was that there was no rigorous way of making that happen. And, and the reason that that's really a problem is that you can interpolate between the washing machine and the vacuum. And you can have states such as a photon that, whose wavelength is comparable or larger to the region that you're considering. And then ask yourself the question, well, what is the entropy of the photon restricted to that region? You know, how, much, how much information does this photon contain if I measure it, but I have access only to this region? And that's something for which you need a mathematical formula that remains precise and well-defined in all cases. And what's so satisfying is that he not only gave that formula, um, but, but showed that it, it, you know, it gives rise to a provable version of, of, of Bekenstein's bound in the sense that in those cases where you're not confused, you don't just have a single photon that has really long wavelength, but you have a washing machine, in those cases it gives you back what you wanted. It gives you back the answer that was obvious, but it continues giving you back interesting answers uh, in the cases where things were confusing before.